You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about overcoming imposter syndrome. Now, before we get into the episode, make sure you've headed on over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners on Facebook and join that Facebook group. You've joined all-star cheer coaches and owners on Facebook as well if you're a coach or a coach and owner, and you've checked out nextgenowners.com where you can learn all about how to join the academy, learn more about what we offer within NextGen, and as always, please like, share, subscribe this podcast with people who you think would love to hear it. This is an episode that is not just for gym owners. I think this fits for coaches, junior coaches, anyone who is struggling with how to overcome imposter syndrome. Now, I have seen people talking about this on ASGA, on our cheer and gymnastics gym owners, on our all-star cheer coaches and owners page. Like I've seen posts about this a variety of times. And I've heard other podcasts about it. Like imposter syndrome is something that is very real. And if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, it is when you are in a position of authority or really any sort of position where you feel like you don't measure up. You don't deserve to be there. You're kind of an imposter. And this happens all the time. Uh, I can tell you this happened to me when I first got hired as a police officer. You know, I'm, I'm 24 years old. And I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm wearing a uniform, wearing a badge, and I'm walking into people's houses and handling situations. And I'm like, holy moly, like I am, you know, you, you get that feeling of I'm fake. Like I'm just a kid. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm sitting there talking to 40 and 50 year old people in a domestic violence situation and, you know, lecturing people about how they need to be behaving and it it's very easy to feel like an imposter. The same thing can happen as a coach. You know, you're a young 19-year-old coach and you're coaching a senior team of kids that are a year younger than you and it can be very easy to be like, you know, I feel like I'm just up here faking it. Like I don't actually know that much. I'm not an expert. This happens to me all the time with dream camps. You know, I work with some amazing instructors. Like the the staff that we have on dream camps, I've got five different staff members that have competed and won worlds on Team USA. I've got two instructors who were on Team Australia. I've got multiple instructors who've either won worlds or coached teams that won worlds. I've got some of the top people in the industry that I'm coaching alongside and I'm telling what to do. And I'm sitting there and I'm putting in my two cents and my feedback and, you know, telling them how I want things to go or techniques. And it's very easy to be like, holy crud, I'm surrounded by giants in the industry or people who really know what they're talking about. And I'm sitting here bossing them around. I'm their boss. It's easy to feel like you don't belong, right? I've been there. I know exactly what that feels like. And so I want to go over some, some key realizations and some things that might help you overcome your imposter syndrome. Now, this is a psychological thing. I am not a psychologist. Nothing I'm giving you is any sort of medical advice, even though I'm, I'm not giving anything remotely like medical advice, but I am not a, a, a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I was raised by a psychologist. Maybe that explains some things, but 
Let's talk about some ways and some realizations that might help you overcome imposter syndrome. So number one is you need to come to the realization that everyone is making it up as they go. Everyone is. Everyone is figuring it out. Now, even the most seasoned business owners, they may know a lot, but even then, as they create new things, they're making it up. They're, they're figuring it out. They're making it up as they go. If you're not, then you aren't taking risks. You're just doing the carbon copy of what someone else did. You're just making a widget over and over and over again. And without those risks, you can't have big rewards. So realize that you're not an imposter. If you're in the room, you're there for a reason, right? If you're in the room, you're there for a reason. And if you're there for a reason, then you need to live up to that reason. Whether or not you feel you deserve it, whether or not you feel like you're you're making it up or you're an imposter, you have to get past that and realize that everyone else in the room probably feels the same way. That was one of the most interesting things about the people that I work with with Dream Camps is as I was talking to these people, you know, they're widely successful cheer coaches. And although they're all very confident in their skill sets, they're all so humble. They're like, I'm, I'm no big deal. I'm just another person. Like, yeah, I've done some things and I've have some reasons for my success and I'm confident in my abilities, but I also don't sit here and think that I'm this be all end all of cheerleading. And hearing them talk about feeling that same feeling of imposter syndrome. You're not alone. Everyone in there is just trying to figure it out. I was going to tell you a story at the beginning talking about a presentation I gave. I was invited by uh, NextGen's business coach to go present at one of his meetups for his highest level business owners. And these are business owners in the fitness space that they work with through their business. And so I was asked to come and present on youth after school activities and how they could put youth after school like youth activities into their fitness gyms. And I'm walking into this room and there are business owners who are making way more money than I am, who have more, much bigger arms. Uh, the fitness industry is pretty cool. Some of the arms that they have, and I'm not talking about the arms from lifting weights. I'm talking about their average revenue per member per month. You know, there are gyms that have three or $400 arms from all their members. So they have some really impressive stuff going. People who own multiple gyms, people who own gyms and are in real estate, like some really, really smart and successful business owners. And it's really easy to walk into that room and be like, man, I don't belong here. One, I'm not a fitness gym owner. And two, some of these people are wildly successful. Like, why am I sitting up here and talking to them? And for me, it was one I was asked to be here by someone that I respect, right? So that is that realizing that I'm asked to be in the room for a reason. And, you know, our business coach is insanely successful in what he does. So if he's sitting there saying, I should be up there and give and talking to these guys and sharing my knowledge with these guys and gals, these gym owners, then I deserve to be here. And two, you know what? Everyone's making it up. And I'm, I didn't give them things that I made up, but like, I deserve to be here because they're telling me I deserve to be here. And because of that, like I have knowledge to share, right? Number two, when it comes to imposter syndrome is just because you've had failures doesn't mean you are a failure and failure doesn't mean you're a fake. So just because you've had failures, just because you've had uh, stumbles and falls and errors. It doesn't mean you're fake. It doesn't mean you aren't successful. It doesn't mean you're an imposter. In fact, 
I have a lot more trust in someone who is willing to acknowledge their failures, acknowledge their mistakes, admit that as a business owner or as a coach or as someone they've made errors than I am someone who cannot admit that they've ever had a fault because that person is lying. You have to have failures. As I mentioned, if you're not taking risks, you're not going to get big rewards. But if you don't take risks, or if you're taking risks, you're going to fail. Like those two things are going to go hand in hand. Not everything is going to work out perfectly. So just because you've had failures, you may have had really big failures. You may have really, really messed some things up. I've told you guys on the podcast, there are times where I've really, really messed things up. I've really messed things up recently. I've made errors that I know better. I've taken risks and I've made errors. And that doesn't mean that I'm a fake. It doesn't mean I'm a bad business owner. It means I messed up and I need to learn from that error and I need to move forward quickly. So that failure doesn't make you fake. It actually makes you more authentic, less of an imposter because you've been there, you've made the mistake and you've grown from that mistake. So don't let those failures make you feel like you are somehow lesser than, right? You are not a fake just because you've had those failures, just because you've had those setbacks. Number three is using things like positive affirmations, journaling, meditation. I use this term. I don't actually mean it, even though if you're watching videos, you know I have tattoos. Tattoo your successes and burn your failures. So positive affirmations. Well, if you are someone who needs, who, who benefits from positive affirmations, then use them. Now, I'm not a big positive affirmation person. I don't sit here and be like, darn right, you're good enough. Like that doesn't fire me up. But I love to listen to people who are motivational speakers, who are very intelligent, who get me fired up and realizing that I'm capable of more. You may really like journaling. Some people love to journal and write down the things that they did successfully. When you're journaling, I want you to journal on the positives though. For imposter syndrome, when we're talking about overcoming imposter syndrome, when you're journaling, you know, be writing down the things you did well. Be focusing on those things and journaling it from a positive perspective, not a negative, not a self-depreciating one. Meditation is another great option. It just brings inner peace. I actually like meditation. I don't do it as much as I should. I dabble in it. I go back to it and I'm like, man, this is amazing. It's kind of like a lot of people with fitness. You know, they get to the gym, they work out for two or three weeks. They're like, this is so good for me. I'm going to work out every single day. And then life happens and they stop doing it. Meditation is similar for me. When I say tattoo your successes and burn your failures, what I mean by that is a tattoo is something that's permanent, right? Doesn't go away. So I want you to essentially be tattooing those successes into your brain, right? I was successful at this. I've been successful at this and this and this and this and this and this. And your failures, I want you to learn from them. And then I want you to burn them and let them go, right? Burn them up, let them go into the atmosphere. If you really want to get like, physical with this. You can actually write down failures and burn it if you find that process cathartic. I don't think it actually does anything, but like focus on your successes. Because if you have a list of all the really BA things that you have done in your life, all the major successes you have had, you have a mental list of those. I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And you have a list of failures that's like, yeah, I've had them, but I'm, I'm not even stressed about them. You won't feel like an imposter because you will know that you are deserving because you will know all the great things that you've done. So stay focused on those successes and let those failures go. People spend so much time thinking about what 
other people think of them. That's really what imposter syndrome is. It's, well, what will other people, what if other people knew the truth, they wouldn't be looking at me like that, right? People spend so much time thinking about what other people are thinking of them, which leads them to thinking that the other people might be right. You have to stop focusing on what other people are thinking about you. You need to set out and make people think of you the way you want them to think of you. And that comes from how you carry yourself and how you think of yourself. People can read very quickly if you're a confident person. And if you don't actually think positively about yourself and you don't put out that image of confidence and that aura of confidence, people are going to catch on to that really quickly. So you've got to have that self-confidence. You can't allow your not necessarily even confirmed beliefs of what other people might think of you to impact how you think of yourself. And the reality is, is a lot of times people are wrong on what they think about you. They may think you are the greatest thing since sliced bread, and they might be wrong. They also may think that you are not worth anything and you're trash, and they're wrong. Okay, don't let those things impact you. The only two people or three people I'm worried about what they think of me are myself, my wife and kids, so that's more than one person, but I do care what they think about me, and God, that's it. The rest of them, they really don't matter because that's just their thoughts. I'm not going to let that impact me. Does that mean I don't want to live up to what I want to be? No, I want to I live up to what those three groups of people believe I should be. And if I live up to that, I'll be exceptional. I don't want to worry about what anyone else thinks. It's, it's not beneficial to me. So if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, I want you to try one of the following things, right? If you really struggle with this, if you struggle to get in the room, and and this may be great for your coaches. How many of you have young coaches that won't talk, that won't get out there because they're too nervous that they're going to say the wrong thing? That's Oftentimes, they're battling that feeling of imposter syndrome. So try one of the following things. Write a list of positive affirmations about yourself and read them daily, okay? First thing you do in the morning is, I am excellent at this. I'm great at this. I'm a good friend. I am highly organized. I'm highly energetic. I am going to accomplish X, Y, and Z. And I do do things like this. I have, My two backgrounds are reminders to myself, and I read them every single day because I'm on my computer and I see them. I see both of them because I have two monitors. I see them every single day. Journal daily on positive things you have accomplished. Okay, So if you are struggling, Try this, journal daily. What are the things that I did today that were awesome? Don't write down the things that you didn't do that were awesome or the time that you may have wasted here or there. Write down the positive things. Meditate. I love meditation. I think it's really good. I think it's great for centering. If you need help on meditation, there are some great apps out there that will do guided meditations for you. You can also find somewhere to write down your successes that is visible. The bigger the success, the bigger the writing. Write down everything that went poorly on a sticky note. And when you have corrected what caused it, throw it away. That error is now moved on from. You don't need to ever think about it again. So don't just throw it away. Oh, I messed up. I'm done. I'm not even thinking about it, right? You write down that failure. You put it somewhere. You actively work towards solutions. Once it's done, throw it away. But on your positives, maybe you have a board in your in your office of your successes and you write them down. And if you have really big successes, really big milestones, made it to one million, you know, you can write one mil. Those things could be huge things for you. Write them down and you'll see them all the time. You'll be reminded of your successes. You will be reminded of the recent failures, but once they're gone, you throw them away, they're done. Remind yourself that there is no better version of you out there. Only what you create yourself. 
You are fully in charge of being the person you want to be in not being an imposter in being that person that you can be, but it's only going to happen if you create it. You cannot have it made for you. So you've, you've got to do it yourself. You've got to do that work and you've got to remind yourself that there's no better version of you to go find. You've just got to make them. You've got to make them and it's going to take work. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. He's got some great content. He's really crushing it these days. And if you love this episode, share it with someone who you think would get something out of it. As always, like, share, and subscribe, and we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.